Smash cut. A technique in film where one scene abruptly cuts to another without transition. Much like a typical conversation with me and my friends when discussing film, television, music, video games, or anything else that happens to come up. This is the idea behind the show, Smash Cuts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Smash Cuts. I'm Rich Gabon. With me is Jacqueline Kemick. Hello. And uh, here we are in a new day, new dawn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, we really yeah. are. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole new world, and um, uh, yeah, but I, I, I don't even know where to begin. I, you know, it's funny, is, is, is one of the first articles that hit me, I was just looking up, I was like, uh, I wonder if anything's happening, because it's so hard entertainment-wise. Mm. Uh, you know, it's not like new releases, new movies, or things are, you know, things are going to be released, but nothing has been released. And I'm like, what's, well, you know, what's, what, what's CBR? What are they talking about? And the first article that hits me is all this whole thing about how, Pedro Pascal is brilliant. Christina, Kristen Wiig is brilliant. And all oh, these people are brilliant. In Wonder that's Woman. So funny. After <laughs> we like, just trashed it last yeah, I know. episode. <laughs> I know. And, but then brilliant. the article was about how, you know, they can't really use that character, Pedro Pascal. They didn't use him correctly, but everyone was brilliant in the film. And I'm, I'm still like, huh? Okay. But, well, I mean, I agree with half of that sentiment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really? But besides well, that, you know, yeah, we won't get back on that. I think we no, spent plenty of no. time, but that is really, really funny. I actually have um, something that I heard today that I hadn't heard before. Apparently, they're trying to do a prequel of Willy Wonka, and the people that they are thinking about casting as a young Willy Wonka are Tom Holland or Timothy Chalamet. And I'm like, wait, what? Tom why, Holland. Why is this thing? What What are we doing here? Yeah, what, man, what's a young Willy Wonka adventures? Why, like, what? They, why? Who's asking for this film? Like, yeah, nobody. What I, I know, and I mean the the cool thing about Wonka is that he has such a cool kind of dark um, side to him, and it it's almost like don't don't peel back that veil. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. don't let me see behind that curtain. I like the weird, you know, unexplained tenor that he portrays in i'm obviously talking about the um gene wilder portrayal <laughs> yeah cause we got yeah because we they gave us way too much information on the johnny depp yeah. one because yeah which knew. i only watched once i didn't i didn't watch anymore um so i don't, I don't on, really remember it well i did not like it which is why i didn't yeah. watch it again it's on freeform a lot and we mm-hmm. end up it's funny because they they show both and so we sometimes we'll just end up watching something Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the Willy Wonkas, and either one just kind of ends up. I, I don't mind. I don't. I don't mind it. I like the look of it, and I mm-hmm. like the songs. I think the songs are funny. But, but yeah, I mean the the original Willy Wonka is still you know nothing can t- his Johnny Depp's portrayal of Willy Wonka was just like just being weird and yeah. it didn't really work. Is you know, but yeah. and I mean honestly, it wasn't even just his portrayal, even though that was a lot of it. The movie itself, I just I wasn't connecting with it at all yeah, uh, yeah. i don't remember it very well but i remember being in the theater going i am not invested whatsoever <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah it was very but, visually interesting but yeah. but i don't think that either one of those actors sound like good choices i mean if anything maybe timothy chalamet is leaning a little bit more towards the johnny depp version yeah. <laughs> you know i guess 
but, but Tom Holland seems strange as a yeah, choice, Tom even Holland though I is, love him. I love him too, but he's the wrong choice for that. Definitely. Yeah, what is I just strange? saw a trailer for, for a movie called Cherry. He's going to be in that looks pretty good. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just saw that trailer too, but Timothy Chalamet. Okay. This is somebody who I feel like I, I never, I don't know who that is. I've never seen him in anything. Right. I know. I know I'm just excited for Dune. Like everybody else knows him from other stuff, but I'm like, yeah. I just know him from the Dune trailer and Saturday Night Live skits. <laughs> well, and then even that, I don't even remember that he was on. And it, I, the amount of times Jen tells me that it's similarly Charlemagne, I'm like, who? Like, I don't. I for some yeah. reason his face is very vacant to me. Like, he, even though you say now he's in the Dune trailer. I couldn't spot. I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. He's, like I don't yeah, know what he looks like. Well, he's Podrades. <laughs> he's playing the lead. Yeah, and I can't even think of. And like, you can't his even face. think how even that. <laughs> yeah, I just see the costumes. I see the color, but yeah. I don't see. I I can't see him. So yeah, I feel like if like if they were making a movie of my life, they people would be like, "Oh, Timothy Charlemagne is going to play you." You know, like that's all. That I just it's yes, I don't even know his name. What is it, Charlotte? Charlotte hat. I don't Chalamet. Even, <laughs> Charlemagne. Timothy Charlemagne. <laughs> well, you know, you got Josh Whedon too. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, Josh. Yeah. I love it. I love uh, it. Never change, Richie. Never yeah. change. <laughs> it's all right. My son corrects me all the time. Oh, he's, does he? Oh, yeah, no. When we're reading, because he's a big stickler on pronunciation yeah. and everything, and we'll be reading words and. I'll I'll say something and he'll just completely correct me. <laughs> You're like, like, thanks. I was yeah, just no. testing you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's oh, like I am Sam. Me him. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but um. But, yeah. That's yeah. Such you know, a strange thing. I know he he they throw his name around for a lot of things. I, mm-hmm. I just read too that so Sony's delaying a lot of their films. Uncharted. Speaking of Tom Holland. Uncharted oh, they is are. Being delayed. I can't wait for that Uncharted movie, and I am excited about him playing Baby Drake. Yeah, I just I Mark Wahlberg to me is still a weird choice for Sully, but yeah, it um, is. I think it was one of those situations. I I feel like it's one of those situations that he just loves the property so much yeah. that he just like inserted himself, and because he's now been a champion for it for so long, um, I, I'm at least happy that he didn't cast himself as Nathan, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was originally, it was going to be I, him. I know. Uh, Wes, well, Tom, uh, not Wes Anderson. Uh, what's his, um, the guy who directed, uh, uh, the fighter and, uh, American, uh, mother, he directed mother. He directed that America, uh, the, he, he works with, uh, Oh my God. I can't even say I'm like Bob. Newman not American tonight. pie, but pie. <laughs> yeah. No, it's American something. American hustle. That's what it is there. Oh. He directed American oh, hustle. David. Oh, I thought Mother was um, Darren Aronofsky, I thought. Oh, was Mother Darren Aronofsky? Am oh, okay. I wrong? You know I what could I be don't wrong. know now. If only there was some sort of internet <laughs> device. <laughs> that could, yeah, I'm going to look it up now. But um, I know that he was, whoever that director is, is blank, which I blank on, he was supposed to be, he was directing that film with Mark Wahlberg as... Drake and uh, right. it's going to be Robert re- De Niro I, as Sully. Yes, I remember being horrified when I read yeah. that article. And his and his attitude was, "It's really a family comedy drama." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. So, so Darren Aronofsky did direct Mother. What was the other one that you American Hustle? American Hustle? Yeah. Uh, let's directed see that one. That so was because that was Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, David O. Russell. David O. Russell. Okay, mm-hmm. that's yeah. So he was supposed to direct. 
That's Uncharted, right. I remember. Which he, I, I mean, I like him, but he's the wrong choice for this. This is not yeah. his cup of tea. Um, so I don't, I forget who directed this new one. I don't even know if it's anybody. It's probably somebody that has, uh, why do I, why do I feel like it's Ant-Man or something like that? I don't, I don't know. I'm going to look it up now. Ruben Fleischer. I don't know. Ruben Fleischer. I'm looking now. Although I'm look, I'm seeing the pictures that come up and Tom looks good. Do I? All filmography is like, Oh, Stumptown, Zombieland. Yeah. Oh, Zombieland Two. I'm sorry. Zombieland Two, but didn't wasn't it the same? Was it the same director? Yeah, he did both. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Well. And Venom. Venom. <laughs> we yeah. both got there. Yeah. Yeah, Venom, and then a bunch of stuff that I'm not too yeah. familiar with. You probably saw Spaced Out. That I'm like, what's Spaced Out? That's. <laughs> Yeah, I like Spaced. I don't know Spaced yeah. Out, though. <laughs> yeah. Which, I don't know. Have you? Did you ever watch Spaced? Did you watch oh, yeah. that show? You yeah, did. Yeah. I thought that we had talked about that before. Anybody out there, since we were talking about Ant-Man, and, you know, we all lamented the loss of Edgar Wright's Ant-Man, especially after talking about somebody who championed something getting made and then um, just couldn't seem to uh, coexist with what the Marvel cinematic universe was demanding because yeah. there, I, I understand that. I know we've, we've talked about this before on the show too. And everybody has this uh, understanding of the, these films have to interconnect. So there's a lot of things that the top brass really want in a film to make sure that they're introducing characters in a certain way, introducing plot points in a certain way. And maybe that's not really the, the world that's free for a director to kind of create, you know, the the story that they want and the way that they want to tell it. Um, But man, anybody who hasn't seen space, I just want to plug that show again. I have, I actually think it's time for a rewatch. It is so good Um, for anybody who doesn't even know if they like Edgar Wright, you know, (laughs) like obviously Shaun of the Dead is brilliant and you know, all, all of the, the cult classics, Scott Pilgrim, um, but it's a TV show and it's pretty much how um, Simon Pegg got famous. Yep. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, that's their origin story of their bromance. And it's just a treasure. I just absolutely think it's time for another run through of that. Oh my God, it's so good. Yeah, I love but, that show. I, I, I think I may have inadvertently it, I was the grandfather of it that sent it to you. I think I don't know if 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 you. Uh, no, Dave. I think was you might have sent yeah. it to Dave, and then That's he sent I mean, it to yeah. me. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was the grandfather of it because yeah. he. I introduced it to Dave, and Dave introduced it to you. Yes, and then I introduced <laughs> we knew each other, yeah. Teresa, and so on and so forth. I mean, it definitely has kind of made its rounds. Yeah, I know we're always trying to expand our network of people who love that show because it really is. It bridges the gap between. Um, well, quite literally a British show in the U.S., but but really that nerdy mm-hmm. sitcom that I hate. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can never, I am gritting my teeth every time I sit through five minutes of The Big Bang Theory or something. There's something about it that yeah. even though they're making pop culture references that I make and jokes that I might make, 
it's never quite right. It never seems natural. It seems so artificial and almost like they're just capitalizing off of the fact that I love these nerdy things. Yeah. And I know that that might not be where their heart lies. I'm, I'm not trying to knock it if people love it. But for some reason, it's it's vibrating on a different frequency than I am. So um, it's a show that I, I, when I first saw it, I, I liked watching it, but I can't mm-hmm. I don't I can't find I can't watch the repeats. I hate it. I hate and it watch so it. If you go on YouTube, they, they have uh, they have it without the sound, the, the laugh track. Oh, it's yeah. really weird and awkward to watch it without the laugh track. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. But the reason I mention that is because Spaced does all of that wonderful homages and, and mm-hmm. funny jokes and references that are over the top and silly, but they do it in a way that felt fresh and funny and enjoyable and like you're genuinely like hanging out with people that you would hang out with in real life at least for me like i would be friends with any one of those people in that show plus it's very Uh, stylish you know that it'll it'll embody it'll take on an episode you know it'll be about something completely mundane but it'll take on like fight club episode or something uh you know some genre type like especially in the yeah. second season it did that a lot or haunted house or scary movie but it but it's Absolutely. not scary the episode's not scary at all it's just it's being shot that way it's being edited that way you know mm-hmm. it takes on the the body of whatever they're they're kind of i don't want to say sending up but they're paying homage to yeah and it has that low budget charm too where i, I think mm-hmm. that's another thing about big bang theory and it's almost through no fault of its own. It just has the money and has the sets and has, you know, all of that stuff that almost makes it seem so sitcom-y, right? Um, Whereas this just really felt like all, it felt like guerrilla filmmaking. I'm sure it was not, you know I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm sure it had a little bit more polish to it, but it probably wasn't too far off. It was probably a hybrid, (laughs) you know? I mean, it just really feels like, uh, feels like home. So yeah, I think it's, it's been years since I've um, done a marathon of that. And I, it's not like it's a long series. It's not like, you know, God knows seven seasons of blacklist. Jesus. But yeah, no, yeah. No, it's like two seasons, two or three. No, it's yeah. Is it two. Yeah, it's, it's two definitely seasons. two. Uh, yeah. I can't remember if there was a third. And there I, was some I'm pretty sure it was just it. two. Yeah. It yeah. Was yeah. You it, see some, they... some differences in the characters. Um, yeah. between Season one and season two, for sure. I just I just was looking up what he's up to now, and the description mm-hmm. of the movie he's he's making a movie called Last Night in Soho, and it's it's a drama horror thriller is what it's listed as. I love that about him. <laughs> and then it says the description is a young girl passionate about fashion design is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s where she encounters her idol, a dazzling wannabe singer. But 1960s right. London is not what it seems, and times seem to fall apart with shady consequences. But listen to this cast. It's uh, um, the girl who's in the chess show right now, Anna Taylor. Uh, oh, yeah. Her Love her. Matt Smith. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Diana Rigg, I guess, in her last performance. Um, Terrence Stamp. Like, it's got oh, these. Good, yeah, it's yeah. got some people on this thing. It's got some people. Yeah. So I look forward to that. I knew nothing about it. Just looking at it now and just seeing, and it's already shot. So I guess is that tra- I'm not going to look at the trailer now, but it looked like there's some video clips or something. Um, well, I know you mentioned uh, Matt Smith is in that, and this might be a bit of a jump, but um, obviously he always makes me think of Doctor Who. Doctor Who always makes me think of David Tennant, who is my personal favorite. 
And um, I don't know if you had just seen the new trailer that came out for David Tennant's new movie where he's playing like a serial killer. It's a true story. Um, And I'm trying to look up the name of it right now because I just started, I just saw the um, ad for it today for the first time. You know how YouTube loves to just randomly pop up. So it's a film for theaters or it's a TV show? Uh, I'm, I think it's a film for theaters, whether or not it's, let me see all filmography. I feel like IMDB, like just recently updated its layout or something. Yeah. It's a pain to, why is it, why is it hard? <laughs> and then I'm looking at things. I'm like, there's a Loud House movie. Like I'm seeing the stuff he's in because Loud House is a cartoon my kids watch. Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess he's in, I know he's in DuckTales. He's Scrooge McDuck. Um, uh, you know what? I don't see it. Yeah. I see weird things. I, Fuddy, Fuddy Mears, Lisping Man. <laughs> I don't see, I don't see it on his uh, thing. So maybe, maybe it's not updated on there. So, but anyway, um, it's something to watch out for. Oh, I wish I knew the name of it. But <laughs> but anyway, I, I mean, he does such a great villain. And yeah. um, this is just going to be another one of those things to look out for, where he's being fabulous, being a villain. Even though I say being fabulous, being a villain, this is actually a true story about a man who murdered at least 15 people. So that's not fabulous. Let me just be clear. Yeah. <laughs> that's story. not fabulous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Well, speaking of, did you, you know, speaking of that, you know, it just reminded me, well, not just reminded me, but um, we, we haven't spoken about WandaVision, which premiered. Oh my gosh. Last uh, weekend. I have Um, so much to say. I know. (laughs) Yeah. And so they, they released it in two episode intervals. Um, Wait, are they going to release every Friday, two episodes? I hope so. Um, oh, okay. The, the way you phrased that made me think that you knew that. And I was like, are they? I thought that well, they like, just did like a, you know, a little gimme on opening day. You know? <laughs> I, I feel like it's necessary for this show to, to be two episodes each because they're so, because it's only half hour mm-hmm. uh, each. But. Well, so is Mandalorian and we only got, you know. Yeah, no, that's true. But I, I think the style of this show, like I, I know if I would have, like I, I, I'll say it off the bat. I, I liked it. I really enjoyed it. Um, that you sounded like him when he was talking to Wanda <laughs> oh, really? in, the, in the film. Um, when he was like, I, I, "I'll I'll just say it. I'll just say it. I'll just speak for myself. I think this works. <laughs> I, I think it works." <laughs> yeah, I think it works. Does it work? Does it work? It works. Yeah, yeah. It works. But, but uh, yeah, no, I, I I liked it, and it was. Um, I, I also like the style of it. I like the, oh, the ominous, especially like the the first episode being like I love Lucy and that. Darkness Dick Van Dyke, to, yeah, yeah, Dick Van mm-hmm. Dyke to that to that being that that laugh track, and then the second one being Bewitched. But mm-hmm. the only thing I would say is, like, I feel like as much as I like this, when it was over, I was like, I still wanted to keep. It was a little frustrating because I wanted as much as More. I like the homage. I wanted to see, you know, I wanted to see where it's all going. Well, yeah, um, but I think uh, the build is so great. The build is so great. Okay, the pacing yeah. is amazing. Although I will say that when I was watching it, I was watching it and I, I loved both episodes. And I have so, I mean, again, I could just, we could do a two-hour episode of me just talking about this. But um, I love the pacing. And as I was watching it, though, I did have the thought, like, I wonder if people are going to be on board with this because I'm loving it. I am eating it with a spoon. It is perfect for me, Mm -hmm. but it is very slow pacing. 
And I know the whole series is not going to be like that. It is going to shift um, maybe about halfway through, maybe a little bit further than halfway through yeah. um, into kind of more of that action Marvel MCU experience. But man, I just, I hope that people like it as much as I do uh, because I want more content like this, not to say that they have to rehash, you know, everything but just something outside of the box like this was was such a treat and oh my god the easter eggs the easter eggs are everywhere it's like if you were eating a bowl of lucky charms and got all marshmallows it's just (laughs) (laughs) it's so packed with stuff and i thought that i caught a lot of things but then afterwards of course i'm you know watching or listening to a couple other people um kind of dissect and point out a few different things that i'm like man i didn't even catch that (laughs) you know what i felt stupid for not catching um right out of the gate that her accent was gone and i didn't it didn't even occur to me to think of that i felt that to be honest, I felt that way in event the last Avengers movie. Oh. Or I, <laughs> well, yeah, it does. It did calm down. Because <laughs> even it did calm yeah. down. Because even in Civil War, it wasn't really quite there. You know, it was a little bit yeah. there, but yeah, the last one I thought it was it was completely gone. But I did yeah. read that that's apparently that's been intentional. Or oh, it's I don't definitely know. intentional. You you can tell. You can yeah. really see like that she's doing a full just Americana, you know, mm-hmm. old school accent, and which makes sense for the setting. And it was so right in the setting that it didn't set off the bells in my head, you know, yeah. the way that, that you would think it would. Um, so now the, but, the character, so uh, spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it, but, and it's not even like spoilers. This is just complete conjecture. On, yeah. On we don't know part. that much at this point. Come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But, um, the character, the next door neighbor, she's playing. Uh, mm-hmm. I think she's supposed to be, and I can't think of the the witch character. Darkness. Yes, that's the name. Mm-hmm. Um, is is probably what it's going to be revealed, which means that yeah. Wanda. I think that's is very being clear. Held captive in this, but at the same time, she, even though she's held captive, she's also, I think, adding to it as well. So it's kind of a mixture of of uh, of that storyline, but then with with uh, with the witch. Agatha Harkness, you said? Yeah. And then um, also the the whole thing that happened with Wanda when she had that breakdown when in the comics when Vision died and she lost the kids. and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's exactly where we're going with this. We're yeah. going full, like, uh, House of M. And what mm-hmm. was the name of the – what was the name of the one with the kids? Um it, there was another it, story arc, but yeah, it was the or one. Or maybe before. it was just the Wanda and Vision comic. Did it even have a? a I thought the one it arc? was the it was the one before, obviously House of M, because House of M was a result of the the yeah. loss of the kid, right? But the I almost think it's going to be a reverse reverse House of M, mm-hmm. and it would be the smartest way to do that to introduce uh, mutants in that way. Um, where yes okay yeah so anybody who's not familiar with the house of m comic line i mean or or the events that led to the house of m um basically wanda is so powerful and she has this psychotic break because she basically realizes that her children uh aren't are 
not <laughs> not yeah. really her and Risen's children, and they were shards of Mephisto, and there's all this other drama that goes on. But basically, like her children disappear. You know, um, long story short, her children are no more, and she loses it, loses her mind, has a mental breakdown, and just says the most iconic panel where it's just a close up of like a profile of her lips saying, uh, "No more mutants." Yeah, and the world. <laughs> is remade. That's it. Mm-hmm. No more mutants. Wanda Very said much so, like and it's so. Thanos did. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it kind of half of the mutant population is just gone, right? Because it's not completely all of it, isn't mm-hmm. it? Because there's still a lot that are left over, but there's a, there's there's no more new mutants born. That's another yes. thing. Yeah. And there's a lot that are just gone. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny, because I'm pretty sure, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, you probably know the answer to this. I'm pretty sure one of the reasons that they wanted to do something like this, aside from the fact that it was an, an amazing storyline, and she kind of creates this other world um, out of it where her family is in charge and all that kind of stuff. But I think, wasn't that also the timeline where Fox owned the rights to anything that was technically a mutant yeah. Or was it Sony? Or was it Sony? No, Fox. it was Fox. No, it was Fox. Yeah. Fox. Fox. So, and since that, uh, Marvel didn't want any new properties to basically go directly to Fox. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah, wanted they didn't want another themselves. Spider-Man situation with Sony. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes, exactly. So that's one of the ways that they got around it in the comic books. They're like, fine, no more new mutants. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That's it. So... Really fascinating. So it would be very, I think you're onto something. You go on, ex- explain what you were thinking, well, the reverse I, of that. I'm thinking the reverse would be that she, she kind of creates the mutants. And yeah. then instead of it being Mephisto, what if, what if this is how they introduce Magneto mm-hmm. into the Marvel universe? And we, oh, we, it has they, to be Mephisto though. I definitely think he's the big bad of this show. And I think that, um, I, I think that he probably will be big enough of a villain that um, we'll see him in other shows as well and possibly the movies. But I think that you have to, you have to say that Mephisto is going to be in this show because not only all of the, um, the history in the comics where, you know, her children are actually shards of Mephisto's soul. So it's like him trying to impregnate her. But when you're talking about these first two episodes, there's so much, manipulation going on all around her um people especially in that second episode that was all about for the children for the children and even in the first episode when agnes was pushing her to be like oh well what about your seduction techniques and you know this that and the other and the people at the dinner table like why don't you have children yet like it's all about that putting that bead in her head of Mm -hmm. like Oh, kids, 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 kids. And um, other than that, Ag- Ag- Agnes, I was going to say Agatha because that's Agatha. who we think she is. But <laughs> Agnes is, um, she says that thing at the little planning party uh, where the lead planner says the devil's in the details. And then Agnes yeah. is like, that's not the only place he is or something like that. And I'm like, oh, that's Mephisto. It has ah. to be Mephisto. Like they're, I feel like they're really kind of uh, making it, making their case yeah. in front of everybody, but doing it in such a smooth way that you don't even know it's happening. Really, so you, you think, know. But you, so you think they will show him? Like I, I was wondering if it'll be more like it'll end with with you know a Mephisto, and then it picks up it because I know the direct 
the direct the film directly after the or supposed to be directly after this is um Doctor uh, Strange. Doctor Strange. Yes, and that's really where I think that we'll see more Mephisto, or at least see the, the story develop into that yeah. you know, movie type quality. I think it's smart because I think it's smart starting it in the show because it is weird mm-hmm. in in the world of the MCU. We've already kind of um explored the the realm of Earth. We've already explored space. You know, and I say not yeah. not in full, but like it's been introduced. You know, we're comfortable in space when we're watching these MCU movies. We're even comfortable in what do you call? Oh, uh, what is the little Ant Man? The quantum realm. Oh, the you quantum. know, I yeah. mean, they're they're really doing a great job of introducing these different playing fields, mm-hmm. but we've never really talked about what in the Marvel universe is hell, you know, yeah. I mean, like, and the devil, like, I mean, it's, it's kind of a new, uh, new trope I mean, for them. They kind so, of did that a little with Dr. Strange when he was, uh, what was that guy? Uh, Dormammu. Yes. Dormammu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was still spacey to me. Like yeah. that was still very space. Um, and this is still kind of earth six, one, six universe. But um, almost that supernatural feel. So yeah, I think that that's what's going to happen. I think Mephisto. I don't even know if we'll really see him in the show. I think they'd be smart if we didn't, yeah. or if they did, it would be like kind of how they did with Thanos, have that tease, you know, of just like yeah. uh, him. I don't know, looking at the camera. And like, oh. that's what, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like if they did, if they did something yeah. like that, where that's where you saw you you got a hint of him, and then you yeah, know, they're going to move because I know. All of this is supposed to tie into an Avengers movie at some point. Right. Um, and I do, I don't know. I feel like um, I did not read a lot of the comics where Mephisto was the big bad, mm. but I know that he is a big bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like they could do um, a nice arc with him and, and have several movies um, involving him. And, and maybe he's just a warm up. Maybe he's just, you know, getting through. But I, I feel like they're usually a little bit more intentional than that i don't think that they would use a throwaway villain as the introduction here maybe her way out of this is to invent the mutants you never know like that's how you that's how she she survives it like i i wonder like the other thing is you know we have um uh the little girl from captain marvel is in this yeah marie as an older yeah So we have to see how she plays into it. But then I'm Mm -hmm. I'm like, where's how's Darcy gonna play into this? (laughs) You know, right? Yeah, I have no idea. Like that's a that's well, she could be a sword agent. I mean, um, for anybody who hasn't read the comics again, uh, in the trailers we saw, and even in in the the first episode where you kind of see them pan back and you see that there's an agent or someone watching the show that we just watched. And on the screen, you see the uh, emblem of sword, which is basically shield. But in the comics, it's kind of like the shield for outer space and like big space stuff. Um, Someone else caught something in a trailer where they had freeze framed it. I didn't catch this, but apparently instead of the, W standing for world, it stands for weapon. So instead of it being like a space focused thing, maybe it's for just super weaponized people. Like maybe like, you know, Wanda is just big enough of a threat for sword to be involved. Like maybe they're the ultra level of shield or maybe what, 
you know, maybe is shield still around, you know, <laughs> like is yeah, they're I mean, kind of rebuilding yeah. it, but like maybe sword is like the rebirth, you know, I don't, I don't even, know what they're going to do. I mean, fury is not even, she, cause he's, I, w- I would almost think he's part of sword since he's in outer space yeah. right now himself. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. I think that, um, where you see him on that base, somebody mentioned that it was like the, the home base of sword. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Interesting though. Yeah. Um, there's, but it's a there's, lot. <laughs> a there's lot so much. I know. We, like, <laughs> there's so much, but I think, okay, so back to basics, because we're kind of talking about a lot of stuff yeah. that we're just like hypothetically talking. Um, but stuff that we actually saw, um, especially the magic show, I think that that was really telling because not only did they flat out give him vision the code name illusion i think that that is basically a confirmation of them saying like this is not vision really this is an mm-hmm. illusion of vision this is you know he's not real she's made him here with her mind you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> and her code name being glamour is basically what that is like when a witch casts a glamour on something it makes it look like something else, right? Like if I were to cast a glamour on you or myself to make you look like Keanu Reeves, like that's what you would, it's like an illusion, right? So it's kind of like those two words go hand in hand. Um, So I think that it's being very cheeky with the way that it's telling its story, because I really do think that it's telling us everything very plainly, but we can choose how much we want to read into it or if we just want to sit back and enjoy it and go along for the ride and be like, Oh, or I don't know. I'm really enjoying picking it apart this time around. Cause sometimes yeah. I really do want to just sit back and enjoy the ride. But this one I'm really and loving digging is, into. It feels like it's made to, to, to really look around for the, to, yeah. for the Easter eggs. Because the other thing, when the guys were all having their meeting in the library, I forgot there was something in there that they were saying that made me think of, uh, of another organization. I can't think of what it was now. I just blanked Ooh. on what it was, but the way they were talking, it, it definitely seemed like they, first of all, they were resistant to him being there. So mm-hmm. are they, it, they, they seem like they were aware almost like, you know, uh, like in Truman show when they're like, Oh, here's Truman. Let right. me get back in character, you know, maybe. Yeah. Um, how many of them are real people? Is yeah. Vision the only one that she's created with her mind or, you know, are, are several of these people yeah. her creations just, you know, superfluously like I need to fill this town because when um when she first gets there, when I say she, when they first get there, um the town is very sparse and there's not a lot even going on in the outside. Yeah. Um, And then once you get to like the second episode, all of a sudden there's more homes there's more shrubs there's more people there's more you know and part of that i think is them playing off of the type of shows that they are referencing Mm -hmm. because i mean i i completely understand that a lot of those early shows like literally had like three members to the cast right (laughs) yeah yeah and then when you start going on in into um through the years you start seeing more cast members and more more things happening but I like when they, mm. when something kind of strange or out of the ordinary happens, you leave that style for a moment. Yes. You know? Yes. It becomes like a film. The tone uh, is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, in yes. seriousness. Like, especially at that dinner table when that guy starts, you yes. know, you know, he starts freaking out and starts choking. Stop it. Stop yeah. it. <laughs> Stop it. 
Yeah. That's so weird. <laughs> oh, it was so creepy and so perfect. Yeah. That was really lovely. And I just got to say, I want every single dress that was in that first episode. Yeah. <laughs> I would funny. wear them yeah. all. Every single one of them. It doesn't matter what character you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. That's I funny. love it. Yeah. No, that's so good. So good. Um, and, and yeah, it's, it's really good. You know, I, I was reading this article with Paul Bettany where he, he was kind of disappointed when he found out that, um, that, uh, vision died in the end game and, uh, or, uh, in the, the not end game. Um, uh, oh my God, what's the, what was the first? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, he was, he was really surprised to be involved in this thing. But yeah. he didn't want it to end. Like he actually, apparently, he had a scene at the end of Endgame. It was supposed to be an after-credit scene where you see uh, somebody taking Vision out of a coffin or something to that effect. Mm. And uh, but they cut it out. They they decided well, it it just felt a little, you know, too much for the like they wanted the end of the movie to resonate and just. You know, I think that it, was smart. Tony, his moment, you know, I think that was smart. I think that that yeah. really did. That was an appropriate, um, end. you mm-hmm. know, you, you had the end of Tony Stark and then you also had the end of the storyline of Captain America going home and actually getting the reward that he so justly deserves. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> pardon me. And so I'm glad that they didn't add that in there, but there's a lot of other people who also think that this is how we might start to see the white version of vision. Um, mm. because he does have that whole different incarnation. Um, and I don't know, there's a lot of comic stuff and a lot of stuff in there that I've heard some other people talk about, but I yeah. haven't read those issues. So I don't feel confident relaying it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll, I'm I'll get it wrong. Like, a, like I know it like a kind of a, you know, I was more of a, uh, I would keep I would keep tabs on what was happening in Marvel, but right. I was always more of a DC person, which was which is ironic. Yeah. Um, which oh you know not to jump off of WandaVision, but I just I just did hear that Justice League is no longer a four hour miniseries; it's a four hour movie now. The the new oh, update. Okay. So I don't know what happened there, but okay. I wonder. I kind of was more excited about it as being a series for some reason, but. I'm like, now it's just a really long Zack Snyder movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, if it's four hours, I do think that a miniseries or, or like a, you know, a double feature, you know, yeah, <laughs> something. Yeah. Um, but no, that's fine. Um, yeah, we'll see. I, I mean, I still do want to see the, the reworking of it just because yeah. I do think that, um, it, almost anything will be better than. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> than what we got. But um but yeah, we don't have to go back to one of no, There's no. there's plenty more to talk about, but like again, I could just keep going on forever and I don't mean to Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll have, we have more episodes to come, so that's the nice thing is it's not I know. I mean, honestly off, so. by the time this is released, we'll have another one because another yeah. one comes out tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> so that's exciting. Um the new season of Servant came yes. out. So did you get to watch that pilot episode? I did. Yes. I did watch the yeah. first episode. That I mean, was cool. That was good. You know, um, spoilers again for anybody, but, but, uh, uh, my friend Lacey was so annoyed with the husband and the brother, um, mm-hmm. episode. like she just to the point where she said she couldn't watch the rest of the episode. She, she just almost couldn't stand them. Was and it I because... talked her into watching it again? <laughs> yeah. Was it. it because they were, 
like placating her, but not actually helping in the way that yes. she wanted to help or I not, think so. I think like, what does a- she want them to do? Like stand up and say like, no, this is wrong or actually help. I think it was the way I, you know what? I don't, that's a good question. I think it was just the way, the way they were acting maybe uh, yeah. towards her. Yeah. That, that's a valid point. They were not yeah. acting in any kind of way. Now I get why they were like, I think that both of them are burnt and exhausted yeah. and oh, especially yeah. past the breaking point now because they're, they've reached a fever pitch where police are at the house looking for this missing baby. And then wait, mm-hmm. it's not a missing baby. It's a real doll. It's a, you yeah. know, and she's having a breakdown. And I think they, they're just stretched beyond the point of, I don't know. But they, but the the good point is, 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 is that, uh, you know, if anyone who's not seen the show, it's about a, it's about a, a couple who lost a child and then, uh, they've, they've, they're given a, a fake replacement baby almost. It's eerily realistic. Yes. Very not cool. <laughs> and so she doesn't, you know, as you watch the series, you see why they did this and she's not aware of it. But at some point in the show, the, the the fake baby becomes real in a way that we don't really know. You know, there's a lot going on here. So you've right. got to Is the, did the doll come alive or yeah. is this some other baby or is there like a sw- switch situation? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and yeah. that's, that's what I think I told, I, I told uh, my friend, I said, you have to get to the last scene, I think to get to see what's happening to this character. And I think you'll be, you'll, it won't make everything better, but at least you'll see there's some madness in, in this person now mm-hmm. that wasn't there in the first season. You know, the, the mm-hmm. husband kind of is starting to look, seem a little touched with, with yeah. everything that's happened and something is happening to him. Yeah. Um, because the husband really was very clear in the first season of that. Like, this is not our baby. Yeah. But I also don't know what else to do because all of a sudden there's a baby in my house. <laughs> like, yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Like it was a very weird situation. And I do think that um, one of my biggest gripes with season one was in the first you know episode or two when uh, the real baby appeared, he did look like he was about to take it to the cops and, and something yeah. stopped him. And I'm like, okay, so you take it tomorrow. <laughs> you know, like, like you don't just try once and stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you turn in this baby. Like, yeah. Well, you talk that's, to someone about it. It's like that. It's like blue velvet, you know, once you get, it's like, if you just go to the police, yeah. you know, from the beginning, you know, yeah. but then, then you're well, like, not all of us are, are married to Ralph Macchio's wife in Karate Kid, yeah. uh, you know, Cobra Kai. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not all of us have a head on our shoulders like she does. I know. But, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, when you nuts. do, yeah, you do start to see like almost this, mm, I don't want to say possessiveness, but it's almost a righteousness of the husband starting to come through yeah. um, of like, <laughs> you know, maybe I should. <laughs> Maybe but, I should have it. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> After all, weird, why shouldn't I? It's <laughs> a weird term I want to use with this, but it, it feels like it applies. It's almost because of the cast and because of, of the way it's set up. It's a very white privilege sort of thinking, right? Like they, the, Oh yeah. This arrogance about, Oh, I think uh, that's part of what the show is about. Yeah. I think that that's very, uh, yes, yes. 
So, but it's, yeah, it's interesting, uh, the way it's played off and you, and you can, people kind of think they're above the law mm-hmm. because it doesn't really, you know, well, they, somebody didn't mean it, you know, like on that end, but on the reverse side of it, you know, they want to see somebody prosecuted to the very end. So it's, it's interesting. It's, uh, it's such a hard show to talk about too. I remember when I would try to tell people to watch this. I, they'd say, well, what's it about? And I'd be like, uh, uh, yeah, and a baby, you know, like, I didn't know what to say. Like, yeah. it's, it's just a hard show to describe. It's just, no, I, yeah, I recently to described watch. it to somebody else. And I do think the most compelling thing to say is just like, it's, it's a family who lost their child and the mother, the mother was having a hard time coping. So she got a, a therapy doll basically to replace the child and became so attached to that child that she can't, that she hired a nanny and then all of a sudden the first night or second night or, you know, one of the first nights that the nanny sleeps over a live in nanny for this doll, all of a sudden there's a real baby in the crib yep. and it gets weird. <laughs> it gets weird. Yeah. Weird. Cause the mom just accepts it. She's like, Oh yeah. You know, yeah. he's been here all along, you know? Yeah. Cause, yeah, for her, she <laughs> and the, yeah, cause for her, for her, it was. And the husband's just like, what the fuck is this baby doing in yeah. my house? <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> Well, let's yeah. not even get into the nanny's father who then, or whoever he is, yeah. who then decides to take the baby out of the crib and sleep in the crib yeah. himself. Like that's the takes, creepiest. <laughs> takes this baby out of the crib, not just out of the crib, but out of the crib and lays him on the floor, not even on a blanket, yeah. just on the floor in the middle of the room. And then absolutely curls up and like cramped in the fetal position, sleeps in the baby's crib. Yeah. Oh creepiest scene for sure it's walking in there and say what what yeah and <laughs> it, it looks like say. there's lots of like uh, like hexes going on and weird mm-hmm. supernatural things like the husband is kind of uh it has a curse of leprosy or something like something. that the, yeah it's very interesting yeah. supernatural but is it like <laughs> Are all of these things just creepy people doing creepy things or yeah. is there some magic involved or what's going on? So that's where you get the cool back and forth of like, where you, where do you believe the, um, the events are going, you know, like, yeah. is it supernatural or is it just twisted human beings? That's being good. And it's, I think, you know, it's a weird show, but it's, it's pretty good. And it's, it's oh, yeah, an like Shyamalan it. show, which which for some people could be like, oh, no thanks, or they could be, yeah. oh, I'll check it out. Because you don't know, I, I can't tell you that this will have a definitive ending or if it knows where it's oh, going. Right. Yeah, but. that's, I mean, honestly, that's really the only gripe, right? It, like yeah. with him, it's just like, well, you know. <laughs> yeah. I Is mean, it just going to be more twists and twists and twists until eternity? Or are we going to actually get anywhere with it? Exactly. Is it going to um, be the, the husband's the baby all along, you know, or something? <laughs> Is that the twist? <laughs> You know, like yes, the last scene is him in the crib. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. Him and oh uh, and Harry Potter's uh, Ron Weasley. Oh my god, that's, that's, so that's who's funny. also in the show. Who uh, I can't think of his name right now. He's but yes. he played Ron Weasley in the. Well, in now Harry that you've Potter said show. Ron Weasley, obviously, obviously that's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But he's that's all it. there I mean, is. I mean, he's pretty just like oh, uh, you know that the what's the name of the chess show? Because I'm I keep. Calling it the chess show. Queen's Gambit. Like, Queen's Gambit. Um, the person who plays the uh, stepbrother to Harry Potter is in that move. Is in that show as well. I don't know if you if you knew that. Oh. He he is the first uh, boyfriend that she kind of has. The guy that really likes her. Oh and, yeah. 
that's that's him. That's the that's that wow. the that brother. Yeah, I never would have Harry. <laughs> never would have uh, guessed that. I saw a meme. I think I don't, I might have even brought this up on another podcast because it still was so funny. I saw a meme when Queen's Gambit first came out about how there has to be some sort of Guinness World Record of love scenes on film with characters who have the biggest disparity of eye placement because <laughs> her eyes are like wide on the side yeah. of her head, practically like a fish, like an angelfish. <laughs> and his are like practically touching. Like the bridge yeah. of his nose is barely keeping his eyeballs apart. <laughs> and <laughs> I almost died laughing when I saw that photo. I was like, Oh my God. I hadn't yeah. even seen the show yet. I was like, yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's really fun. <laughs> All that aside, it's a really good show. But yeah. Oh, it's a great show. It's a great show. Don't worry. There's yeah, not a lot fine. of that. It's fine. <laughs> you imagine? But that is fun. Yeah, it's her, it is her eyes that, that keep, because she's so, they are so huge. And mm-hmm. just the way she's looking at the chessboard, like it, you feel like she's looking at you, like you feel kind yeah. of self-conscious sitting watching. You know? <laughs> yeah, she's got, um, yeah, she, talk about presence. She's got great presence. She's got yeah. such a great look she's very ethereal and i think that she's really cool in real life too like she wants to look like a fairy princess you know what i mean like she's like super i think she's super cool uh i have a feeling and i don't know her i just decided in my head (laughs) (laughs) there's a making of of it on netflix i watched and yeah she seemed very into it was her idea a lot of her ideas of what made it into the series but uh like her idea to be a redhead and her idea you know, it was a lot of, uh, it was a very collaborative kind of piece with the That's director. Awesome. So, okay. So here we are, end of January. I feel like not a lot has come out movie-wise. There was that movie, The Lockdown, that just came out on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. I started to watch it. We were really just not into the beginning of it. I, I hadn't seen a trailer, so I didn't really know what it was about. We stopped watching about 20 minutes in because I'm like, oh, my God, is this going to be one of those movies where it's like, it's the coronavirus and we're just filming two hours of a movie about us really being stuck in our houses. And, and I'm like, I don't I don't want to watch that movie. But yeah. then after we I've stopped watching movie. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I don't oh, we're done with this. Yeah. Um, after we stopped watching it the next day, I actually found a trailer because I'm like, OK, let me just see if that actually is what's going on. And no, apparently it turns into some sort of fucking heist movie. And I'm like, wait a minute. Where was this? <laughs> oh, now I know where what you're talking this? about. So I've got a, you know, and it's Anne Hathaway. I love her. Um, yeah. So I've got to go back and actually watch that now. And I'm like, okay, all right, all right. I'll give you more of a chance. I just thought it was going to be like a sad bastard movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was like two people. It starts out because this isn't going to spoil the movie, but like it starts out with two people in a uh, an apartment in lockdown for coronavirus quarantine. And they very obviously were going through the beginnings of a breakup when quarantine happens, so they're stuck in the same house. And I was like, I don't. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I, I kind of like- lived that before. <laughs> Not the quarantine part, but like being stuck in a house with somebody that you were breaking up with, and you're like, I don't, yeah. I don't need to remember that part yeah. of my life. Thanks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was not fun. Uh-huh. Ugh, so 
I will go back and give that another chance because it sounds like maybe it's going to be better. Um, but what was your favorite new to you thing in January? Like what was the thing that you watched this month? I'm trying, I'm like, trying to think like I'm like, and I'm, don't uh, say the inauguration. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm not going to, God forbid. Right. You, you know, oh God, you say you can't even say, Oh, you see the, the party. Oh yeah. Everybody, the liberals all around. And I'm sorry. All right, oh, all right, I'm done. Yeah. It's so divisive. <laughs> yes. <All> right, good <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah. oh, um, man. I'm trying to think. I, I I know there's a lot of things like I, I just, Oh my God. I like, I'm seeing, I was looking at a lot of things coming out, mm-hmm. um, but I found myself, I couldn't find anything that I wanted to watch. Like I don't, I know there was, a, I did want to watch that Billy holiday movie. I did want to watch Doesn't that look incredible. Yeah. That it looks, looks really so good. good. Yeah. And I'm really was, looking forward to that. What's the other one with Chadwick Boseman about the other singer? Um, oh my God. I don't know. Uh, oh, oh, no, no, no. I'm not thinking of that. I'm thinking of the one where it's, it was based on a play. It was Muhammad Ali. Um, uh, oh, Muhammad was, Ali, the boxer? The boxer, Malcolm X. Uh, oh, I saw a picture, like a poster, but I didn't see um, a trailer. I forget what it's on one. I think it's either on Netflix or it's on one of those. But that one looked really good. That's that's And it's mm. based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. So a lot of the stuff that I I do want to see. Yeah. Is oh, did not you see out the Night yet. Stalker um documentary that came out on Netflix? That was like I a haven't seen it, but I do want to watch four or five it, yeah. parter. That was yeah. good. That was good. I mean, I was just you know, it's I love true crime documentaries. So yeah, me too. Um, and I love that they called out. They there's this wonderful lady with these heart glasses. And they're talking about how he had groupies, right? Like fans, these women who would just like send him pictures and letters and all it's like disgusting. And she, this, this old lady with these little heart shaped glasses is just like, I just thought those are the dumbest bitches I've ever seen. Or whatever. Oh my God. And I was like, yes, thank you. I hate that culture of, you know, like idolizing serial killers. Like yeah. oh, they're so hot. Like, okay, there's a difference between liking a bad boy and like a murderer, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> like, like yep. there's a distinction there. Like, that's not cool. And some of the pictures exactly. of the women that, that they sent in, like, they're like, these are actual photos that were sent to, you know, um, the night stalker. And like some of them, you're just like, okay, yeah, you're just a baby and you don't know what's going on. But some of them are like women, like yeah. 50 something year old women. And I'm like, what? Are you doing, Janice? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Didn't that happen with the Crazy. other documentary on Netflix? The the uh, uh, the uh, guy who he supposedly wrongly accused, and then his nephew got accused of helping him murder uh, this woman that came to their property. Do you do you know what series? It was like a Netflix. Mm. Uh, oh my god! It was like really popular when it came out, and and they were trying to overturn. Uh, I think the. The the nephew's name was Brendan. Then they felt like he he gave a uh, he was interrogated by the police who kind of oh, led yeah, him. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That's making a murderer. Yes, making murder. Yes. So mm-hmm. he he also got married to somebody uh, like while he was in prison because his wife the girl really? the woman he was dating uh, divorced him. But then he or was married to divorced him. But then it was like the same kind of thing like like 
Oh, hold sorry. Uh, it was like the same kind of thing. Like, yeah. uh, apparently that's very common. I don't know why, but I, I mean, I think that one of the things that they said in this documentary, which is true, it's just like any kind of celebrity, um, garners attention, whether yeah. it's bad or good. You know what I mean? Like whether you're famous for bad reasons or famous for good reasons, um, there's just some sort of an attraction there. And I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I oh. like WandaVision. <laughs> yeah, I know. By the way, I found the name of that other movie. It's on Amazon Prime. It's One Night in Miami. Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It was actually directed by Regina King. So, and oh, it's gotten dude. a lot of good reviews. Get it, girl. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. And awesome. it was. There was something else coming on Apple Plus that I had wanted to. This Apple Plus has, has got a lot of. Uh, Oh, they've got a few movies. I'm I'm looking through this list. I'm trying to find all of the newer stuff coming out. Well, while you're looking at that, let me tell you guys about Snowpiercer, the show. Oh, yeah, that's it's nice. fantastic. It's so good. Not only does it star David Diggs and Jennifer Connelly, so you've got some really good star power there. It's, I think, we watched the movie again after watching season one. And after watching them back to back, we actually, my, my boyfriend and I prefer the show, which is crazy because we loved the movie. But some of the things that they do and change in the show, I think, are um, better overall. And, man, I was watching it on HBO Max thinking, oh, this must have been a show that was on HBO Max that we just didn't have access to, you know, because we didn't mm. have it before. No, it was on TNT. I'm That's like, right. wait, yeah. wait, this was on TNT. That I was like, wow, this was high quality. I would not have guessed. I would not have guessed uh, that it was on TNT. And so we actually downloaded the TNT app so that when season two starts on January 25th, yeah, <laughs> we yeah. can start <laughs> watching, watching it, it. Yeah. episode by episode. But, um, yeah, the only thing that was weird was because David Diggs um, was the main character and because I have spent so much time listening to the Hamilton soundtrack <laughs> and he, for anyone who doesn't recognize his name, is who vo- or who acted, you know, um, what was his name, Lafayette and... Jefferson, Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. So both of those parts are are that actor. So every once in a while, you just start hearing that voice. And especially if he says something in a staccato way, you're just like, stop it. Stop it. It's because <laughs> it's, you you expect him to be rapping or, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, stop. No. And it's not his <laughs> fault. It's not his fault that I listened to that soundtrack so many times that it's burned yeah. into my brain. Yeah, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, every once in a while, that would kind of pull me out of it. Um, again, no fault of his. <laughs> like It's yeah. just how the world works. But, yeah, I highly recommend it. Oh, my gosh. So, so, so good. And the um, second season is going to have, uh, what's his face? Sean, B- Sean, Sean Bean. Bean. Yeah. yeah. Whom I love. Yeah, our our dear good. sweet Boromir. I always wanted to watch it, and I, it was just one of those shows that because I remember when it first started, it kind of got lost because there's so there's, you know there's always so, there was so many things yeah uh, going on. Well, at the I same just time. don't have TV. 
Like, do you have do you have normal cable at your house? I don't have normal cable. Not anymore. I have only I, I subscriptions. Have <laughs> yeah, I ha- I'm subscribed to Hulu, so in a way, I do oh, have yeah. mm-hmm. certain live channels. But yeah. yeah, but most of the time, like an AMC or or a Hulu, I've got to go to the app itself right. to watch things, or even Disney right. now. You know. Oh my god! I don't know who wrote this. Although I will say, um, what is it? Park Chan Wook is that who it was? And yeah. Bong Joon Ho. I might, I might have those a little wrong, but I'm pretty sure that those are the two names associated with the movie. They, they both are involved with the show, um, which is great. Uh, it's not like it was just taken away from them. So I think that they probably had some great story input and some things that they could maybe expand on because the train is much grander. Um, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of more parts um uh, more moving parts to it that yeah. are really cool and it's also like this it's almost like a, a triple decker train it seems like because you've got the main cars and every car every train car has a different theme and there's different classes it's a great a great story about the class system and even if it's all just all of humanity left on a train anybody who doesn't know we've been talking about this forever but like basically the world freezes because uh people are trying to combat climate change. Like the earth got so hot that the people of earth tried to, the scientists tried to um, cool it down. Excuse me. But what they ended up doing backfired and froze the earth to the point where everything died. Like nothing could live, no vegetation, no animals, no nothing that humans would freeze. And so the only person who felt like they saw this coming kind of created this arc of a train that's in the show a thousand and one cars long, which in the movie was, you know, yeah, it wasn't like that. It didn't 30 <laughs> cars long or something, but yeah, like, yeah. Um, but basically, in the movie. <laughs> right, yeah. so basically the, um, this train is like mega. And so it's got the main cars and all, they're all different and there's cool ones. There's cool, like, uh, aquarium ones and grow ones and then there's sewage ones and you know like there's just like everything that you would need to mm. continually feed and and produce for humanity all the humanity that's left on this train and even the the lower section of the cars kind of have like this transportation system that looks like uh it almost looks like a snow lift you know but like yeah. you know more mecha- mechanized um and uh yeah no I just I just was so impressed with the writing and the storytelling. I mean really riveting. I highly recommend Snowpiercer the show to anybody who may be looking for something. There's only one season of it out now, but the second season starts January 25th, so you have something to kind of look forward to cuz honestly right now I think that we had been so starved for shows. Yeah. It's yeah. nice to actually have an, a good handful that are out now that we have servant, we have one division snow coming up. Well, um, I even want to see the one on HBO, the, the golden compass. I, I've been, I keep trying oh, to, yeah. I always want to start it and I forget about it, you know, cause it, it looked that, you know, speaking of Hamilton, cause Lin-Manuel yeah. is in that one. Yes. Um, so I, I always want to, I want to try that one as well. Cause it looks good. It, you yeah. Know, visually. I've, I've seen it. Um, so I'm not a hundred percent up to date. I am behind on episodes, mm. but I saw all of season one and I am into season two. Um, for some reason, much like the movie, um, I just, I'm, it's another one of those ones that like, there's so much cool stuff. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of stuff to chew on, but I still don't connect with it 
the way that I wish that I connected with it. Like mm. I love the idea of um, every person, every human in this one world has a demon and a demon is a word in this universe. That's not negative. It's more like a spirit, like a, you know, an animal spirit or something yeah. like that. And you're connected to them and it's cool I, there's one little part of it that I will say, like, I will always stick with me because I, I just love it so much. It's like, even when you're a child, you have one, but your demon hasn't solidified as a specific animal yet. So it kind of shifts and changes. Um, it can shape shift from a ferret to an eagle to a hawk to, you know, a bug or a snake or whatever, depending on what you're doing. And as, as you grow up, as the child grows up and learns kind of more about who they are and and what their personality is and what they want to do with their life. They kind of have this rite of passage where they solidify their demon as a certain type of animal. And that kind of is an indicator for their life, you know? So you see, you see like the weird, like, kind of, I don't know, I think that they're evil, like the clergy that is not exactly clergy, but that's just the best word I could think of. Um, they all have like these insects as their demons, you know, and, just, <laughs> and like snakes and like, so it's like, oh, they're really setting up a visual dialogue there. But anyway, I just thought it was a really cool representation of like growing up and finding your personality type and then having that avatar kind of, you know, by your side, helping you through it. And I, I don't know. Yeah. I just thought that was really kind of cool and interesting, but um, for some reason, yeah, I just, I'm not connecting with it. And you know, what's funny. It's the little girl from Logan uh, who played X 23, but I don't like her in this. And I loved her as. Um, oh, as I didn't even recognize her. I didn't even know that was the same person. Well, I hope. I I think so. I mean, I'm pretty. Oh, you're probably you're probably right because I've I've only seen. I remember I watched the first episode and I only saw. uh, I kept meaning to go back to it, but I never. It was one of the. It's like it's kind of like Westworld. I have to. I have to go back and. I cannot believe you haven't gone back to Westworld yet. You got to get there. I know. I keep. I keep meaning to. Why does everything disappear? <laughs> I just had my mouse and literally my mouse said, yeah, I'm going to see. I'm, I'm getting going. I'll see you later. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> Peace out. Oh my goodness. That's so funny. Well, yeah, as, no. as, as every, as every piece of equipment starts to fail on me, I guess we'll, we'll yeah. wrap up this episode of uh, a smash. <laughs> it's time, it's time it's to literally... go before we lock down completely. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I, I really feel like my computers all have little picket signs on them right now. Oh, no. You know, <laughs> They're all walking around in a circle, you know, oh. you don't treat us correctly. Well, I hope that your um, feelings are true and that we will get two episodes of one division tomorrow. I don't know, yes. but My I sense. do hope so. I can't wait to watch them. I can't wait to dig in and I can't wait to talk about them again. <laughs> I feel like, yes. We've got to have like <laughs> one division episodes on their own or something if, mm-hmm. if we're not going to um, record often because there's just going to be too much to unpack. Yeah. I'm sure. I know, and I, I, I keep trying to remember how many episodes are there supposed to be. Uh, do do we? Oh, know? I don't know. I don't know. Did they say? I don't know. I don't. I mean, they must have, but I, I almost assume it's going to be like six or seven. But I, I would be fine with more. But I, I have a feeling that number keeps sticking out of my head um, mm. because then I, then I just read too, they, they may be, they may consider 
instead of delaying black um black widow again they may actually have to release it on disney plus just to keep the schedule with everything else yeah because the more they delay yeah the more they, they just keep, keep having everything. to push back and push back and push back yeah and then that this will affect the release of like even spider-man 2 which is sony which, so that's you know okay so i don't i'm sorry i, I mean spider-man 3 phone, sorry uh mm-hmm. because i know that we are dying slowly but (laughs) (laughs) but i was just thinking the other day like hey is isn't the eternals coming out next month like is that that still happening no that's not and that's another thing that's that was pushed as well okay yeah i was like no way (laughs) that might make a debut on disney plus as well so that's the other thing they're talking about so yeah so we'll we'll have to see what happens. Because yeah, it's been everything. done a long time, but again, yeah. like I, I didn't know if it was separate enough that it was kind of insulated, yeah, or not. I mean, no, I, I think know. it's all all part of Phase Four. So every yeah, it has to fall in line with it, including because what they have the Guardians, and then the Guardians. Uh, you know, in a way, this is good for Guardians because they're you know it's giving James Gunn enough time to finish Suicide Squad and then yes. jump on to jump back into the guardians. But, um, but yeah, no, that's still very much on the table, but it's, it'll be, the question is whether it'll be on streaming or whether it'll be oh, uh, wow. in the theaters. So it's just crazy to think that now the good news is we do have vaccinations coming out. Yes. Um, we've got a lot of different things that are pointing us towards a future that we will start to see things open up again. It's going to take time. You know, no. it's gonna take it's gonna take a lot of time. It's not gonna mm. happen right around the corner. But at least we're we're seeing ourselves move along the timeline there. Yeah, we're trotting ourselves down the path. Yeah, we could see a light. Um, yes, it's, it may be dimming, but we we can see it. Too funny. Well, on that note, we will (laughs) smash cut sooner rather than later. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Bye, everybody. Stay safe.